crack a croy one with the boys. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it tastes all right. Yeah. So uh, today we're drinking a black cherry flavored White Claw. So last time was White Claw. And when I I put it on the list, I didn't know that um, it had more than one flavor. Oh, yeah. So I think because we don't want this to become, you know, an alcohol drinking podcast, keep it. It's for the children. Yeah. Yeah. For the children, man. We're not going to put all the flavors on there. We're just going to put White Claw. Yeah. And then what we're going to do is that we have a list from, like, the best flavor to worst. Yes. Based on research, internet research. Yeah, I think we should start out the best, give us a, a fighting chance, and then slowly deteriorate. Until we get to the pure LaCroix. Yes. Or pure White Claw. Yeah. The, yeah, that's what I meant. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, Let's introduce ourselves. So... I'm Lauren. I'm Alana. And, and we're, we're the Croy, Croy Boys. Boys. Uh, next, we're going to rank our... Uh... Oh, yeah. We're both sick, by the way. Oh, yeah. So that, it's not the audio. It's it's our voices. Because also, my taste from this is kind of muddied from the cough drop that I was oh, just eating. So, it kind of, I'm like, I can't tell if how much I like it because the cough drop. But I like black cherry because I like black cherry soda. That's like my favorite kind of soda. It's drinkable. Yeah, it definitely is drinkable. Like, it's not bad. Like, it's more drinkable than beer. Like, if I had a choice between this and beer, I'd definitely choose the White Claw. Yeah. What's the alcohol? So it's 5% alcohol content. Mm -hmm. So. It's not bad. It's not bad. And we're both not the biggest fans of alcohol. So. Yeah. It kind of runs in the theme of drinks that we don't like. That's true. It's a combination of two things you're not a big fan of. So, so far we had the pure LaCroix. We had the lemon. Yes. And so right now our rankings are lemon. Number one, pure is number two. Uh, Let's see. So where would you like to put this one? It's hard for me. I think I kind of like the lemon better. Uh, well, sure, we'll do that. Because it's hard for me. Like, literally, I can't tell. Like, it's literally so hard for me to tell because of the cough drop Mm -hmm. that, like, I'm like, sure, that's fine if we put it under lemon. Normally, we do it, do the podcast in the middle of the night. Oh, yeah. That's quiet. That's true. But we have two dogs in this room with us. And, uh... One barks incessantly. Yes, and likes to bark at their reflections. So, and yeah. unfortunately, there's a mirror right behind us. Yeah, but there's a blanket on the cage, so it'll probably be all right. Hopefully, this won't become a regular thing, though. Yeah, ho- hopefully, we'll we'll get back to recording when we normally record. For the second week in a row, I got to choose what was chosen was the last minute choice, which is the Charlie Bone books. Yeah. I didn't really remember these books that much, but I did read them when I was in high school again. I did a lot. I watched a lot of shows, mm-hmm. read a lot of books. Yeah, me too. I read a lot of books in high school. And uh, it's a children's book. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's very reminiscent of Harry Potter because it's like yeah, British. It's, it's British and there's, there's like a powers. boarding school. Yeah. Yeah. And there's like houses, basically. Although I did look it up. Yeah. I think, uh, like, kind of the houses kind of thing. Is just, like, a British thing? Yes. Okay. 
Got it. So I will give them that. That it's not really a ripoff. Yeah. Yeah. Besides us British and magic schoolboys, <laughs> that's about it. Also, I introduced the series to my mom, and she doesn't. She likes children yeah. things, things to do to children, just because they're kind of innocent and yeah. less complicated. Yeah, like in a way that, like, you know, you're a busy woman, working woman. <laughs> you don't have time to think about all these theories to dwell into all these fantasy yeah, worlds. That's true. I- yeah. But anyway, we would also read or listen to the audiobooks while going on car trips. That was one of our go-to books. Yeah. Um, but I don't have anything like like I literally knew nothing about this going in. So, yeah, so I have I have some opinions about it. I won't say good or bad, but yeah. So, we only read the first two books. I don't know how many books are there? Like six I think or there's something? eight. Oh, eight. Or seven. Yeah. I think there's eight. So again, I didn't remember, and you were going to start off just reading the first book, but really not much happened in it, mm-hmm. and like all the things that I really liked about it didn't show up. Yeah. Alana was very, uh, a good sport. She was a good sport, Yeah, and we decided to read the second book. Yeah. Which very is, last yeah. minute. Yeah. All right. So the first one we read was Midnight for Charlie Bow, and this is the Wikipedia Summary. In the first novel, 10-year-old Charlie Bone discovers that he has a special power. After accidentally encountering a photograph of a missing baby, Charlie begins to hear the voices of people in photographs. He discovers that he is a descendant of the Red King, who was an ancient magician. Many of the Red King's descendants are endowed with magical powers. His cruel and uncaring grandmother Bone and her three evil sisters sent him to Bloor's Academy, where many endowed children study. With the help of a mysterious man named Mr. Onimus and his magical cats, Charlie returns the photograph of the missing baby to its rightful owner, a bookstore owner named Julia Ingledew. Julia asks Charlie to find her missing Emma, who was traded for a mysterious briefcase by her brother-in-law. Emma, now ten, is kept at Bloor's Academy and trapped under hypnosis by an endowed student, Manfred Bloor. With the help of Charlie's friend Benjamin, and the loyal dog Runner Beam, as well as some of his family members, Charlie rescues Emma and discovers that his father is still alive, but also hypnotized by Manfred. Um, so for me, the first one, <laughs> the few notes that I did write, uh, mostly my problem was that it took way too long to start. A lot of it's like, like in the beginning, the very beginning is basically Charlie finding out that he can listen to the photographs or whatever. And then from there, it's like they're running around and he's like, I don't want to go to Bloor's. It's just a lot of like, I don't know. It, it feels like filler to an extent. Like, I understand that they're trying to like develop the characters and stuff like that, but it's just kind of really boring. And then like, Half, I feel like it was like a quarter of the way through the book. Then they finally get to Bloor's. And then this is a problem with I have with like the whole series, honestly. But some of it's just like really random. Like it's random in a way that I hate to compare it to Harry Potter, but I'm going to compare it to Harry Potter because they are two different things. But like there's stuff in it that's so random, like the whole maze thing. I felt like that was really random at the end because that was after Emma got saved too. Like, this would have made more sense to happen, like, in the beginning, honestly, when he got to Bloor's, like, after they came back from, like, the 
the break or whatever. That would have made more sense. Anyway, my that's that's my short thing is that oh yeah, and also I think there's too many characters. There are too many they introduced too many characters at a time. I had a pro I had a hard time remembering all the characters. In the beginning it was fine, but then they just started introducing all like the the endowed children and then I'm just like there's so many there's so many characters which to me it was it's just a little too much. But it was I mean it was okay. It wasn't bad. Like I wasn't like I hate this, but there are just some things that I'm just like yeah. I mean, I mostly <laughs> agree. Like I think not much happened for like a long book. Mm-hmm. I do like the characters. I guess I would kind of disagree that there were too many characters introduced. Like, I don't think mm-hmm. there was pressure to memorize the people that much. I think they know. Because, like, in the beginning of each book, it, like, tells you. Mm-hmm. I think it's just, like, important to know that there are, like, five good people, okay. five bad people. Mm-hmm. Maybe know, like, the extent of what the powers are. But not, like, their names. You don't need to know how they're related. I do appreciate that, like, in the beginning of the second book, they give you a rundown of everyone. I guess, like, to me, and this is maybe just from my perspective, the reason why I thought there were too many characters being introduced was because I thought that they, they made it seem like they were important. Because, like, the way that they're, like, here's, like, this these children that are in this room. And so, to me, it signified, oh, these are important characters. I have to know who these characters are. But there's so many of them, and Charlie doesn't really talk to most of them. That's why I was like, there's too many, because it's like, I'm not going to remember all of these characters. I guess that's true. Like, they introduced them all at once. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like a random name. Mm -hmm. But I think it was a nice, easy read, innocent book. definitely. And I thought that... It had an interesting world Mm -hmm. and mysteries, despite how it was written. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And again, as I've said, you know, you just got characters, you got interesting plot. Yeah. I'm pretty much there. So we can move on to the next book. Yeah, we can do book two. So the second one is called Charlie Bone and the Time Twister. So the Wikipedia summary is... In 1916, Charlie's great-great-uncle, Henry Ubeam, is tricked into looking into the Time Twister while staying with his jealous cousin, Ezekiel Bloor. The Time Twister takes Henry from 1916 to present day without aging him. Charlie at Bloor's Academy witnesses his appearance and takes him to Pilgrim's Room. However, the dog, Blessed, also sees this and tells Billy Raven, an orphan who can communicate with animals and is acting as a spy for Ezekiel in return for a chance to be adopted. Ezekiel orders Billy to bring Henry to him. At midnight, Charlie goes down to the kitchens to find Cook, but comes across Henry directly. Henry says that he had met a small lady in black who had given him tea and sweets. It turns out the lady in black is Manfred Bloor's mother, who is cursed and can never leave the castle. Together, they devise a plan. Henry will go in one of the canteen's freezers until the temperature is the same as winter in 1916, then look at the time twister and be transported back. Charlie will keep checking that he's still breathing. However, when they put their plan into action, the freezer door freezes shut. Oh no. Hearing Charlie shout out, Cook comes running and manages to heave the door open, revealing Henry, who has turned blue and fainted of hypothermia. 
They take him back to Cook's secret, top secret quarters, where the flames, they're cats, <laughs> the cats, help revive him. Charlie then returns to his dormitory with the magical torch that Cook gives him, which shows up details that aren't usually visible. I don't remember the magical torch that much. Oh, yeah, I don't at all either. I remember... Well, you can keep reading. I'll go back to that. Cook threatens Blessed not to tell Billy about her secret home or Henry. On his return to the dormitory, Charlie finds Billy, who has apparently been bribed with Coco. Charlie and his friends devise a plan to help Manfred's mother. She escapes through the time twister, while Charlie and his uncle take Henry to live with his younger brother and Panton's father, James by the Sea. Yep, that's it. All right. I was going to say about the the torch thing, or as we in the U.S. say, a flashlight. Light. I was going to say, I do remember he him getting a flashlight confiscated by his aunt or something. I was like yeah. wandering around. That's all I remember. So I did like this one more. I liked how yes. it started off more. It's more interesting. It was time travel. Mm-hmm. I had problems with the time travel. Uh, but, you know, to me, like, I realized that this book just wasn't for me because I like children's books I like reading these kinds of books I don't know what it is about these books but it's just not for me personally so you know how uh JK Rowling wrote the series or whatever yeah and now she's coming out with all these backstories for people oh yeah that are I feel like great. I feel like Jenny Nemo the author of the book kind of just like decided not to do the extra book and uh-huh. she has all these interesting backstories for all these characters. Mm-hmm. And she just kind of throws them in there. And it could be random. And it could be, like, yeah. a lot to remember. And it could be confusing and irrelevant. <laughs> yeah, that's... Yeah, because, like, was it in the car that I was telling you that... No, I was just telling you where I was in the book. Because there's one point where the... Cook. Uh, well, cook. the cook thing was... Yeah, the cook thing, but also the late... The, lady in black i don't know i wrote black lady blore that's what i called her but uh black lady blore when she has to get the glove off of was it gabriel yeah um, she has to get the glove off of gabriel she just was like and then she told him their hair backstory like literally yeah. that's how they introduced it it was so random that's not how normal people interact and i just felt like it was really weird like the cook thing i was almost a little more okay with because they know cook more whereas like yeah. lady boar yeah they, and they kept saying like you know. there was a random ghost like lady throughout the oh, hall yeah that was weird but too and i guess didn't explain it was it. introduced later like maybe if we actually like saw the ghost like figure and then yeah. they talked about it after yeah. he asked and then like a little bit later we we just mentioned that she's uh manfred's mother yeah and that would be it um but my other problem i remember this because who I guess it was Charlie, whoever saw um, Lady Bloor or whatever. And then, like, then they just, like, dropped the subject. They're like, oh, that's the late, that's the ghost lady. And then they yeah. kept going on. And I'm like, aren't you going to be like, what do you mean it's the ghost lady? <laughs> like, it yeah. was just oh, yeah. really weird. And I'm like, I'm not sure. Everybody in the school, everybody in the town just seems to accept all these magical powers. Oh, yeah, that's true. But maybe it's just, like, a different dimension where that's kind of, like, I don't know, the norm, I guess. Uh, and then, like, one of the other things that I had a problem with was that it's just kind of like, and this is what I felt from the second book, too. It's just kind of like them going from place to place. 
I feel like with Harry Potter, there's like the big bad thing that's happening in the school that kind of gathers their the reason that they're like doing stuff. But like with this, it's it's weird. It's weird because they do have that because like in the first book it's Emma, in the second book it's Henry. But for some reason they're still going to like it. Just seems. I don't know. I don't yeah. know why it seems so random, but it I, always seems random whenever they're going places. I think it's also because during the school week, mm-hmm. they sleep at the school. Right. And then at the weekend. Yeah. They go home. And- yeah. But that's normally when they do most of their scheming. Mm-hmm. And like, basically, the school part is only for them to meet up and yeah. give each other like the lowdown on what happened on the weekend and then yeah. go to the weekend. And then, you know, I guess maybe talk to Billy Raven, who's a spy. Yeah. Although we get to see him a lot over the weekend, too. Yeah. So I do agree that that's kind of weird. Yeah. I don't know. And I also have a problem with the writing. I feel like sometimes the writing gives too many random details. Like, I like details because I like the pictures and stuff. But I remember there was this one specific line. This was near the end of the book. And they were, like, in the... They went through the Pets Cafe or whatever. Mm-hmm. And was it Mr. Ominous? They brought him all the way back to the door. That's, like, a Alice in Wonderland door or whatever. And they're trying to get back through the door or whatever. Like, it was just some random sentences. It's just, like, little stuff like that. Sometimes the details are so random. And I don't understand why they're in there. Like, I would have cut it out. As an yeah. editor, I would I remember cut it out. they mentioned that the pet's cafe mm-hmm. was against like an ancient wall. Uh-huh. And like, they didn't, I'm not sure how much they needed that detail, but I could tell that she really wanted to put it in because mm-hmm. she had some lore that she just wanted to dish out mm-hmm. about how it's connected to the school, how it's been there since the end of time. Mm-hmm. It's probably inherited by their family. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. Maybe yeah. some things are meant to be secret. Yeah. I mean, I just feel like she definitely, the writer, uh... Has some big ideas. Jenny Nemo. Jenny (laughs) Nemo. Jenny Jenny Nemo. She has a lot of ideas. She has a lot of details she wants to put in there. Yeah. I fear that if I were a writer, I would be like her. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. If Well, I could be your editor and I'll just cut everything out. I'd be like, don't need that. I'd probably cry. Yeah, that's true. I think part of it is that they probably want to push him out. Because this was happening pretty, I think it was like 2002 to mm-hmm. 2009. Mm-hmm. So it was happening like with the Harry Potter books. So they yeah. probably just wanted to push them out. Yeah. And it sad. was probably successful. Very successful. Yeah, I think it is. I feel like most people know of Charlie Bone. They might not have read it, but they know of the books. Really? Yeah. Why did you think they don't know it? I, don't know, I didn't know it before I read it. <laughs> oh, I've seen them around. I just never read them because it just didn't seem like it was for me. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, and then one last thing that I have to say about book two, which really bothered me, was I don't know how the time travel fixed the Lady Bloor's hand. How did it fix her hand? It didn't make sense. Because they're like, you can go back in time, and then you can go back to a time where your hand's not broken, so she can play the violin or whatever. And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. I feel like when they first proposed it, I thought maybe... She would go back to her past self and then stop her, maybe. Yeah, I was thinking that too, but that and then her current self would disappear, right? Because the current self of her hand being broken would be gone. So, like, her current self, her hand's broken, but if she went back in the past to stop her hand being broken, then 
her current self of her hand being broken would be, I guess. I don't know what the proposed uh, time travel theories are, but uh, like, do they have any rules? They basically said don't go back to where you would like change too much in the past. Yeah. So I don't remember that many rules. It was weird because it was vague. It was like you can't. It was almost like they were like you can't do it. Yeah, they almost made it sound like it was physically impossible. Yeah, they were like, you gotta go forward. I think it was just ill advised. Yeah. But a theory that maybe they created. Theory. They created a separate time stream. So, like the um, original. Like Avengers? Yeah, sure, why not? I don't remember. (laughs) Okay. I didn't try to focus that hard on it. Okay. But so the original time stream, she broke her hand or whatever. And then she would go back in time to a certain point on that time stream, right? Mm-hmm. So then she would fix the hand. Sure. So uh, maybe it would correct that time stream, but that loop, that loop would still be intact with her memories, but her body would <laughs> okay would be Kinda with like, that. Was it Inception or something? No, not Inception. It's a uh, uh-huh. Looper. Oh. I don't know. I watch Looper. I think I might watch it while doing something else. And okay. I don't remember. Yeah, that would that would kind of Joseph thing, uh, Joseph Gordy Levitt. Yep, Gordon Levitt. Gord Gord. He's he's in there. Well, do you have any uh, theories about mm. where's Charlie's father? They said he was a tree, didn't they? He's oh like, no, no, that's the tree. Red King. The oh. Red King's a tree. Oh. <laughs> The ancient ancestor. Uh, I don't. That was a magician, and that's how. Yeah. Oh, all of his yeah. descendants have these powers. I'm not gonna lie, I wasn't interested enough to make a theory. <laughs> so I was like, ah. Right. So I'm not here's what we know. Okay. He was heavily hypnotized, right? Yes. Patton said for some reason that they kept him close. So he's close by and he's heavily hypnotized. Yeah. So what do you think, huh? Heavily hypnotized. Uh, okay, uh, so it's, it's it's Billy. No, <laughs> no, no. That's not true. <laughs> I know it's not Billy. I was just joking. Oh yeah, he was a musician. You know? Did you know that he was a musician? Is it one of the teachers? <laughs> Yeah. Is it the piano man? <laughs> yeah, what's his name, Lana? I don't remember. <laughs> Lana, it starts with a P for piano man. Mr. P- <laughs> I'm not going to remember Lana. All right, Mr. Pilgrim. Pilgrim, yeah, that's all familiar. Yeah, that's his dad. Okay. Mm. Yeah, it was weird. I remember. I do remember the scenes with him being weird, because he'd be like, <laughs> Charlie... The boy, you got to save the boy. He seems weird. He seems like he's out of it. Yeah. Uh, so I, I like I said, I I vaguely remember some of the stuff, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it was just because the scene was so weird with the piano that I was like, that's how I remembered it. Are there any other? Nah. All right. So, uh, character rankings, real quick. You decided to do a new format that was less convoluted. Yes. So it's not too long. So we're gonna give an award for uh, the best boy, our favorite character, mm-hmm. male or female. Yes, they're all boys in our eyes. Yes. 
And then the Croy boy, who's the worst boy. Yeah, because and, we don't and, like LaCroix. Yeah, yeah. They're the nastiest boy. They leave a bad taste in their mouth. <laughs> yeah, that's a good, that's a good idea. So my, I have three, uh, my number one, so this is a good best boy or whatever. Yes. So best boy, I did Uncle Peyton because he reminded me of Sirius Black a lot. Mm. Um, I thought he was one of the most useful characters. So I feel like I I just liked him a lot. Mm. Um, and then you also have, uh, but I also feel like he had a lot of good flaws. He can control his powers. Uh, he had that kind of yeah i i won't go as far as say cute but he had that crush on emma's aunt or whatever yes miss ingledew the library bookshop lady yeah Yeah. so uh i liked him i thought he had a lot going on that was Mm -hmm. interesting and then for my other two ones i did olivia because she seems kind of cool and i like uh, her style. I thought it was interesting that yeah. for some reason she yeah. was always wearing high heels. I thought uh-huh. that was a little weird. Oh, okay. And then she switches to other high heels. And then eventually she switches to other shoes. But anyway, but she has cool hair colors and stuff and that's fun. Mm-hmm. Although at some point she doesn't have hair color, but it's whatever. And then uh, my other honorary award goes to Cook. Because I oh. like Cook. I feel like, again, she's another helpful character. Her backstory, how it comes along is kind of random, but I thought it was uh, fine, and uh, like I said, I just think that she was a good ally to Charlie, so I liked her. My best boy is also Uncle Payne. Oh, yeah. I I moved some things around though. Okay. Um, I thought you know he was helpful. Mm-hmm. I appreciated his like character developments. Yeah, how yeah. he was like passive in the beginning, mm-hmm. and he really had to like figure out. When was the time to strike? Yeah, that's to true. go against his sisters, mm-hmm. and uh, you know he does a lot of cool stuff. Mm-hmm. And his backstory, his motivation is pretty sound. Mm-hmm. He had a lot of relatable moments as well. Yeah, um, we got to see a lot of him, mm-hmm. which definitely helps. Mm-hmm. Um, cool dude, cool dude, mm-hmm. cool, well-rounded, pretty well-rounded character dude. Yep. And then my honorable mentions. Number one, Fidelio. Oh, Fido. Yeah, Fido. I I appreciate him. He's so positive. Yeah, he is. I mean, I think he's a bit of an unreal <clears throat> unrealistic character. Yeah. But I enjoy him very much. Yep. I enjoyed his parents, mm-hmm. his family. Yeah. That was pretty fun. You know, from the beginning, he's just cool dude, cool dude all around. Yep. Uh, then my next honorable mention. Is Benjamin Brown. Oh. I thought he was cool. I appreciated his presence. You know, you need a refresher from the endowed people. Yes. He had kind of like an interesting life story. Yeah. And, uh, you know. His parents, the P.I.s. Yes. And I thought it was kind of a, almost like an original character, you know, mm-hmm. like pretty original I I appreciate Runner Bean. Oh yeah, I do like Runner Bean. Yeah, I feel like that's one of his characteristics. Yeah, <laughs> Runner Bean dog. Yeah. yeah, I just appreciate him as a mm-hmm. character. All right, so here are my uh, Croy boys, the ones that left the bad taste in my mouth. So the first one, the number one one that I chose, I'm gonna give my reason for it, is Billy Raven. And here is my reasoning for it. And this is based off of the two books that I read. 
is because he kicks the dog. Yes. And I did not appreciate that. I thought that was not okay. Yeah. There's so much dog violence. In the first one, Runner Bean almost dies. And in this one, what's his name? Oh, I, I can't remember his that. name. Miracle. Blessed. That was my main reason for choosing. Yeah, I understand that he's uh, hypnotized, but he kicked the is dog. He? And, isn't he? I thought he was. I'm not sure. I think he's just uh, bribed so he could get parents. Oh, okay. I assumed that he was hypnotized. Yeah. And then uh, for the other one I chose, this was kind of random because I didn't choose the bat, like the number one evil bad person or like the one of the um, one of the aunts because I thought that would be too obvious. Yeah. So I chose Zelda Doblinsky just because oh. she was bad and I didn't really like her. I didn't oh, yeah. like her as a character. I didn't think she was very interesting no. and she was a bad person. So that was my honorable yeah. mention. Those were my my koi boys. So I didn't have any honorable mentions because either they were interesting enough, mm-hmm. like I didn't care about them, mm-hmm. I had a pretty neutral feeling about them, Yeah. or, you know, I felt like, you know, you're supposed to dislike them. Right, yeah. That's so it I might make too. them, like, a better character because of that. Mm-hmm. But for me, the Croy boy, who left the worst taste in my mouth, mm-hmm. was also Billy Raven. Oh. Yeah, because... I don't know. I get it. He's seven years old or whatever. He wants parents. He's been stuck in this cold academy. Mm -hmm. But, like, I don't know how much sympathy I'm supposed to feel for him. Mm -hmm. Like, at this moment, like, halfway through the first book, you don't really feel any sympathy for him. Yeah. Because I really thought he was hypnotized. I thought that's why he was doing all that stuff. So I was like, eh, I kind of get it because he can't help it. But I don't think he was. Wow. And like, you know, his power is that he could communicate with animals. Mm-hmm. So he did kick uh, Blessed. And it's like, you can talk to animals. You think you would have more sympathy. Mm-hmm. And then like, Charlie looks into this photo of some magician called Sarko. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And like, there's a dagger on there. Yeah. And uh, Billy's looking at it. Yeah. And he's like, oh, that dagger, it could kill people. <laughs> Are you supposed to tell me that I'm supposed to, like, like this person? Because right. I'm going to tell you a spoiler. Yeah. Towards the end of the series, Charlie's mom and dad adopts him. Oh, yeah. I read so, that in the spoilers, too. Yeah. I guess we're supposed to like him again at some point. Yeah. But I just feel like from what we read, I don't want to like him. And he's also so present. Like, all mm-hmm. the all the bad people... They're not really present quite that much. Yeah. Or they're like, you know, kind of have their own scenes and they're on their own element. Mm -hmm. But like he interacts with people so much and they're like, not, they're just like interactions that leave a bad taste in my head. Yeah, that's fair. That's true. That's true. I definitely agree with that. And he's always creeping on everyone and they're like, be like, get out of here. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I don't know if that's the best way to deal with them. Like that made me like, I don't know. Almost dislike Charlie a little bit more. Mm. But yeah, I didn't have any honorable mentions. Yeah. Well, even mine was like, I just don't like that character because I thought they were poorly written. All right. So quick, uh, would you recommend it? Uh, so I guess I'll start first. Uh, to a child, sure. To an adult, I would probably be like, eh, you probably won't like it. I would say like, if they're really looking for something to read, if they haven't read anything, or if they or already read everything else. if they're a working woman 
who's like driving down an eight hour road trip and I need an audio book and an easy, a easy listen. Yeah. You know, why yeah. not? Yeah. You know, it's, it's kind of entertaining. Mm. Uh, again, there's some like fun mysteries. Yeah. A lot of lore, mm-hmm. you know? Interesting characters. For the most part. Yeah. Some other, I meant like there are interesting characters. Yeah. There are some that are not, but yeah. there are some. It's a pretty cool war- world. Yeah. But yeah, again, I wouldn't recommend it really yeah. to anyone less than, or anyone more than 11 years old. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I definitely would agree with that. Uh, so yeah, so next, let's do our uh, quiz time. So I think we should do, well, who do you think we should do first? Oh. Um, no, let's do you first. Okay. Which Charlie Bone character are you? What's your age? So 18 to 24 years old. I'm 25, Lauren. Oh, dang it. I know, I'm old. I'm an old person. Female. I am female. If you were endowed, what would your power be? Uh, <clears throat> so, power booster? I don't know who that is. Okay. Talk to animals? Picture traveler? Hypnotist? Not endowed? Or illusionist? Probably talk to animals. Word. Uh, describe yourself. Kind and caring, pure evil, yeah, short-tempered, mysterious, confused, scared, and worried. Uh, it's either kind or caring or scared and worried. Uh, I'll say kind and caring. If your friend is in trouble, what would you do? Mm-hmm. Your friends work for you so they won't be in trouble. Blackmail. Leave them. They just slow you down anyway. Break the rules to help them. Ask other people to help you rescue yo your friend. <laughs> uh, you have no friends. Um. Oh, my friend is just trouble. That's so vague. Um, Want me to come up with a scenario? Sure. Um. You figure out that they uh they walked into Acme. You guys were hanging out. You're you're about to bring some snacks for a party. Sure. Um, your friend is short. They're reaching for the soda at the top mm-hmm. rack. Yeah. And you know, they reach for it, and then all of them fall down. Okay. <laughs> and there's a spill on the ground. Okay. And then uh, they run away. Okay. And then you oh, hear away. <laughs> yeah, they run away from the scene. Okay. And you know they're trying to get you. They're not leaving you behind. Okay. And then you hear on the overcall. Uh, who did this? Someone has to pay for all this. <laughs> Someone has to pay for all this soda. <laughs> if you can't pay, <laughs> we're gonna steal your dog. Your dog? Yeah, until you can pay us back. <laughs> I probably just give them Bella. They probably would just give Bella back. Bella's a nightmare dog. All right. Um, I would. <clears throat> I would if it was an acne that I wouldn't go to frequently. I would break the rules to help them. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, maybe I'd ask other people to help me because maybe I don't have money or something. Mm. So I'll do, I'll say that. Ask other people. Okay. <laughs> to help your yo your friend. Yo your friend. Uh. So what do you do on the weekends? Do you go to Miss Ingledew's bookshop, hang out at Pets Cafe, plot evil schemes, 
meet up with your friends, read, or wander around school on the weekends? On the weekends? Um, I mean, like, because I don't know. Read is the first thing that comes to mind. Uh, what department are you in at Bloor's Academy? Art? I don't go to Bloor's Academy. Drama? I'm hidden under a trap. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hidden under a trap door. What is that reference to? There's a boy uh, who's invisible. Oh. <laughs> like the next one is, I think it's called uh, Charlie Bone and the Visible Boy. He used to go to school. But there is this black snake that, in order for it not to be give, have a deadly bite, it had a bite that turned people invisible. Okay. And it bit the boy, and okay. now the boy lives in the attic or something. Sure. Uh, okay, so I'm hidden under a trap door. They can't decide where to put me. Or music. Um, art is my first. And I don't know if we explained, but Blur's Academy is where, like, so you have to be, like, good at the arts and you like wear a blue cape if it's music mm-hmm. red or purple if it's drama mm-hmm. and then green if it's for art mm-hmm. so you have to be good at one of those three or you have to be endowed yeah okay so what's your favorite color and and they list multiple colors so one blue and green then red and blacks then blacks and grays then bright colors, bright colors. <laughs> then dark purples and reds, and then browns and yellows. I like blue, but I'm not like the biggest fan of green and blue. Mm. So I'll just say reds and blacks. All right, Because I like right. red and black together. Uh, so where do you live? Do you live in a house? A bar? <laughs> At floors? <laughs> in the bookshop? A pet's cafe? Or locked in a room? <laughs> How about... How about like your like your soul animal, but like your soul habitat? My soul habitat. Uh probably a bookshop then. Okay, okay. Um, if you could have one wish, what would it be? World peace? Have a family. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> go on, keep going. I have everything I want. <laughs> to be the greatest actress. To find your dad, or for Charlie Bone to stop whining. <laughs> that was the one I read. I was like, yeah, I read it halfway through. I was like, alright, uh, world peace. Oh wow, what's your current mood? This is a long. Oh, there's only two questions. Mm-hmm. Mad, scared, happy, go lucky, worried, or sad. Uh, I guess happy, go lucky. I'm not any. All of them are. The, you almost said of, you were scared a lot. I definitely did scared not do and worried. That. Oh, no, but that was, like, what was that? That was, like, in general, right? Describe yourself. Yeah. Okay. What type of pet do you have? A dog, a fish, a bird, a white moth? Oh, yeah. So, Charlie, you know that he got a wand uh-huh. at the end from yeah. Scarpo? Mm-hmm. And uh, Manfred burned it. Oh, okay. And it turned into a white moth. Anyway, so a white moth, a gerbil, or a cat? Uh, I'll just say a dog. All right. I don't really. Ha- I don't have any animal right now. All right. Are you sure of all your answers? Yep. Here we go. Oh, you're ape six percent Billy Raven. Oh no, that's not fair. Uh, so you're afraid of making your own choices. You have problems deciding what's right and which is wrong. You do all you can to help your friends, unless something lures you away. But in the end, you're loyal to your friends. 
So it gives percentages for other people. So your next highest one is Olivia. Okay. At 64%. You're 86% Billy Raven. I think it's because of the powers. Thing. Oh, yeah. I'm assuming that's what it was. And a lot of the animal choices. Then your Uncle Peyton. All right. Uh, 60%. Charlie Bone, 58 Mm-hmm. So 29% Manfred Bloor. Okay. So not most. Yeah. And then 5% Graham Bone. Yeah. Then 5% Asa Pike. Sure. And then Dagbert Endless. Yeah, yeah, I don't know who that is. That means nothing um, to me. He's a bad guy. Oh, okay. Um, I wonder if that's all the characters that they have for who you're going to be. <laughs> all right. Sure. That's not a, a wide range. No, it's not. Well, I don't think we have time for me to take the quiz. We can just do it real fast. And then you don't have to read it. You can just say your all answers right. real all quick. Right. All right. So I'm 18 to 24 years old. I am also female. Uh, my power would be... Would be I'd be a picture traveler because I like TV. I That's like TV. true. And do you know that about you? Uh, I'm gonna describe myself as confused. That's fair. My friend was in trouble. They spilled all the soda. Yeah, all the soda. <laughs> and the their dog store. was taken hostage. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I guess I ask other people. Uh, what do I do on the weekends? I guess I read too. So what would I be at Bloor's Academy? Uh, uh, I was going to say music. Okay. Because you play the trumpet. Well, you play the flute. Yeah, but you play the trumpet longer than I have. Like, I was never in marching band. That wasn't that great. I got first chair because I cried in my audition. Okay. (laughs) That's all I'll say about that. Um, My favorite color, probably dark purples and reds. Mm -hmm. I would live... My spirit habitat. Yeah. Oh, that's what it is. Not soul animals. Spirit yeah. animal. Yeah. I couldn't remember. It's probably a boring house. Oh, okay. A boring yet cozy house. I'm allergic to animals, so it can't be the pet cat. Okay. If you had one wish, Charlie Bone to stop. Oh, winning. I thought it said oh, whining. Me too. You made it think of, yeah, because I was confused. Winning. I know. I was confused. I thought it was, I was going to say, I thought it was winning. He doesn't deserve to win so much. <laughs> okay. No, I don't want to be Grandma Bone. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh. So you're gonna do. Stop. I'm gonna write have a have a family. Oh, okay. My current mood, I guess, is happy go lucky. I have a dog for a pet. All right. I'm seventy four percent Billy Raven. <laughs> uh, We're all Billy Raven. Although. I am sixty one percent Charlie Bone. I'm sense. a protagonist. I feel like they they weigh the the power really heavily in this. What quiz. power did I say? Uh, the, oh, I said picture. Yeah. yeah. So then Asa Pike, he's pretty bad. He's a werewolf man. I don't oh, know if you okay. got that. Oh, I do remember the werewolf man from the first book <laughs> when they're doing the maze thing. Yeah, he's a werewolf yeah. man. Yeah, I vaguely remember. Then I'm thirty eight percent Uncle Payton. Well, I guess, so mainly I'm just Billy Raven and Charlie Bone, because the rest is less than... Uh, 50%? Yeah. So I think those are the only characters that they have for who you can be. Yeah. Out of the, the long list of characters, I really couldn't find a good quiz. That's all right. It was interesting. It's a good yeah. time. All right. So uh, next we're going to do uh, our new The Koi first, and let's see what, what we're going to get. Okay. So our f- next one is Barry. Cool. I, I, that one could be good. I'm excited be right. about it. 
Um, I'm slightly positive about it. So for our story hat for the next two weeks, we're going to do two of mine. Because for two weeks in a row, it was Lauren's choice. Uh-huh. And then from there, we're just going to do like 10 or so random ones of Lauren. And we'll choose. And then the next week, it'll be a, uh, it'll be chosen from a list of like 10 or so from mine. So we're going to do uh, we're going to do back and forth one Lauren and then one Alana week. So that is the way that we do it. Uh, we're trying to like even out the balance of the work and stuff like that um so that it and also so that we're just not watching one person sing for yeah. like five weeks to have a fair and equal balance yeah so we're gonna do uh do two of mine i'm excited uh and we're gonna see what we're gonna get ned's to classify okay. Okay. <laughs> are you excited ah. i'll look up uh uh best episodes of ned's to classify yeah. and we'll uh we'll watch those i'm excited i like that show I think it's a fun show. Uh, It'll be a good time. I think we could talk a lot about it. And I liked it too. It's just that I feel like I watched it kind of recently, which I don't think I have, but I don't know. It's so fresh in my mind. Yeah, that's true. All right. So next is uh, Corey's new dog. All right. Should I count us in? Five, six, seven, eight. Charlie's Charlie's and they're evil and he Billy Raven sucks um Uncle Payne's the winner uh I I had a good time it was alright Charlie Bone, he has a hypnotized father. Charlie Bone, see you later, see you never. Ten year old boy. That was bad. Well, thank you for joining <laughs> us. <laughs> you just like glazed over that. Uh, you know, um, you know, I'm Lauren. I'm Alana. And, you know, we're we're the Croy. We are the Croy boys. Remember yeah. to rate iTunes, rate iTunes. We're on iTunes, probably. Uh, well, no, by the time this comes out, we will be on iTunes. You heard it here first. We also are on YouTube. We are on YouTube on the Croy boys. Uh, we, maybe one day we'll be the number one, the yes. one search. Number thing. one, the Croy based podcast channel. Yeah. That's our dream. It is. Please help us achieve it. Yeah. Nessie classifies next. Yes, yes. Get excited. Stay tuned. Comment, rate, subscribe. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Thanks.